0: Great afternoon. You are in the fast lane with Sarah Jane and my guest today is a natural healthcare practitioner and a feng shui consultant. So I'm very excited to have Tina Ashley with me today. Welcome, Tina.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Dr. Sarah. I appreciate it.
0: Well, I appreciate you taking the time because I know that you're a very busy person and it took a while for us to get this meeting, but I have been looking forward to it. So In 2000, I worked at a cookie shop and one of my best uh, friends now in my life, uh, still, she was the owner and she did some feng shui. I didn't know what it was. So she explained it. I didn't understand it at that point in my life. I respected what it was. But now here we are 22 years later and I'm redoing some stuff in my home and I'm taking feng shui pretty seriously. So first of all, uh, what is feng shui?
1: That's a great question. (laughs) I think most of your listeners probably have a basic understanding of what it is, um, but it's sort of vague for them. They think, oh, maybe you put your furniture in such and such way and magic happens. But at its most basic, feng shui is um, understanding that what is around us in our environment affects us energetically and that This energy always needs to be in balance and that there needs to be a balanced flow in a home, in a a work environment, in any space. And when you're using feng shui principles, what you're trying to do is tap into that positive energy and amplify it to your benefit so that things in your life flow more harmoniously so that you're in the flow of life, that you're creating and living um, a more joyous and healthy life. And this can affect all areas of a person's life from finances, health, relationships, your spiritual growth and enlightenment. So it's it's an the the Chinese are very beautiful and very poetic because they describe it as an art and a science. So it is um, the, the art of bridging compassion from the heavens, from the universe to our earthly environment. And then it's a science, it's a a science that works beyond our physical boundary. It's working in the energetic realms.
0: So I really, I really like that description, but for people, if you think this doesn't apply to you, it does, and this is why. Everyone has been somewhere where you're just like, I don't like this place. I don't know why. I just don't like it. But the same with people. You'll be around someone. You're like, I don't know. I just get a bad vibe. And that is energy. So when we talk about energy healing or any type of energy, you have to realize this is literally around you all the time. So let's say there is a coffee shop maybe that you love or a friend's house that you really love. It is, you know, it's not necessarily the friend's house. It is the energy in that place. That is
1: absolutely right. Absolutely. And everybody feels this, whether they know yes. it or not, we all have a sense of this. Absolutely.
0: And it's kind of funny because we're, a lot of us, I can put myself in this um, position, not now, I'm, a, I'm much better now, but a lot of us are comatose to this, right? So, oh, my husband loves this restaurant, but I just hate it there. We go there, you know, I mean, the food's okay. We don't even realize, we don't, we don't know what we don't know, Exactly. Right? exactly. So Okay. So first of all, this is kind of a fun question because I really want to make sure I get to this, but what stresses you out? If you're walking into someone's house, what makes you go, oh, like, what do you not like to see when you walk into someone's house?
1: Well, I have a lot of people that joke with about this with me, but they know that I can't stand clutter. Like, Immediately, if I even walk up to an entrance and there's some old pots with dead flowers in it or some kind of bags lying around, or I walk in and there's shoes and coats by the door and there's a mirror facing out. These are the reasons why, because if we have clutter and chaos, clutter creates density and chaos in our environment and that pushes out energy. So if we want the abundant flow of the universal energy to come into our space, you have to have space for it to come in. So you've got to get rid of that clutter and chaos because that creates too much density. And the other thing I just briefly touched on is um, oftentimes I'll see people have a beautiful gold mirror right as you walk in. And you you can see yourself and how neat, and sometimes these are very grand mirrors. But what that does is it sends that energy right back out, right back out so that all of the, the chi comes in through the front entrance of a workspace a restaurant a home and so if you have a mirror what you're doing is reflecting that energy right back out and you're not getting any of that into your home so those are those those are two things that pop up (laughs) for me right away that i can't stand seeing when i walk into someone's home (laughs) okay
0: so now i'm gonna have to be transparent so when you walk into my front door there is a mirror on the sidewall. So like the mirror is facing into the house. Is that still bad placement?
1: No, that's not bad placement in general. I would, there there are many factors to look at when you're doing feng shui. So I I want your listeners to hear this piece because I tell all of my clients this. A Feng shui is a multi-layered concept okay there's many different aspects of feng shui and many principles and so you kind of start with different layers and then you build because there's space feng shui there's landscape feng shui there's time feng shui so when uh, when a feng shui consultant who is really worth their salt they look at all of these aspects of their home they don't just make a blanket oh that mirror shouldn't be there they need to see what's going on What are the energies really in that particular area? So I would look at your hallway and I think, okay, her space feng shui, it's great for her space feng shui to have that mirror here. But if I look at her time feng shui, that's not helping situations. So, but in general, it is okay to have a mirror facing into like a hallway or into the space. The ideal place for a mirror, I'll give your listeners this little tip, is to have it in your dining room. Because that creates abundance as long as it's not reflecting the kitchen. But having one in a dining room is a, is a beautiful place to have one, also in hallways.
0: You don't want it reflecting into the kitchen?
1: But you don't, as long as the mirror doesn't reflect into the kitchen. Okay,
0: okay. so Ryan Klein will need to build a wall between the living room and the, din- or the <laughs> dining room and the kitchen. So. <laughs> or just build it. <laughs> What's that?
1: where you can just move the mirror.
0: (laughs) Well, I don't have any walls between the two, but here, here's the funny thing. So in our house, usually we have three kids, so there's a lot of things, right? So there's always a lot of things. And I'm guilty. I'm really fortunate. My husband doesn't listen to my podcast very much, Um, but I'm just going to, I'm going to be totally honest. I do usually have a stack of papers and it's sitting in the middle on this Island. Now clutter doesn't bother me as much as dirty. So like if I go to the bathroom and the toilet is dirty, that is very stressful to me. Whereas he looks at a dirty toilet and he's like, whatever, I just hate the clutter. Okay. So in order for my husband to be happy in this life, He needs to not have clutter. Clutter stresses him out. Now, I think I'm so used to clutter because I was raised with a lot of things. And I'm not saying materialistically. I'm just saying maybe it was a little more chaotic. However, I completely understand getting rid of the clutter. So I just redid part of my office and it is like bare bones. I haven't even hung up stuff yet, but I got rid of so much stuff out of this office and it feels great. But like I just told my receptionist, Mm -hmm. if you were to walk into my office, I would have to hold you up because there's so much going on in there. But I think too, now that I'm listening to you, that's probably why I'm not as productive in that space because there's so much going on. So I could go to this pile or this pile. And in my mind, I keep saying, oh, this means I'm a genius because, you know, people, you know, there's just so much going on and I can just handle it all. But how different would my life be if I got this under control? Really?
1: It's the the beautiful thing about feng shui is that it's really trying to help you get into those alpha brainways. And that's where we focus it very in a very concentrated, but easy way that's where intuition and creativity comes in and you cannot get into those alpha brain waves that beautiful space when you've got these piles because you simply cannot focus your brain will continue to process there's piles there's piles there's there's these three things i could be working on there's those boxes over there that i still need to put away even if you're not consciously going there your subconscious is constantly spinning in those spaces so you know, if, if a person, I always advise a client, if they're too overwhelmed, if you just can't get to that, those piles yet, put them in a box, put them in the closet door, because what the energy, the universe sees what is out. So if you can put it behind a closet door, that's a start. Oh, great way to start for people who are just not ready to go all the way, but the universe is looking at what it sees. Okay. So what is out in the environment? And you can already tell, you know, it's a beautiful thing to, for your listeners to be hearing is that you did some work in your office and you're already feeling yeah. um, some lightness, some space. And that's what your clients are gonna feel when they come in. Then they can focus on their healing work with you, right? They've got the space now to do it. They're not kind of overwhelmed by everything that's going on.
0: No, and I hear that a lot. People like to walk in the office. We have a lot of plants and they're all real. I know someone did say something once to me, he goes, what's with the fake plants? I mean, he could have just slapped me across the face. I said, what are you talking about? Those are real. He's like, those are real plants. I'm like, yes, they're real. So you walk in and you see all these plants. I changed everything to like blue and like a a gray. It's, it's more, um, I don't know. I like water. I don't know why I went with the blue, but I was feeling the blue. However, people walk in, they like it here. They will tell me that, but they don't go in my office. Now my office can be very overwhelming. I do homeschool. So my kids have their own little desks in there, which can be organized. But sometimes when my kids put their stuff on my desk, I want to lose my mind because I'm like, you can't put your stuff here. I mean, it's my desk is not organized, but I can't even stand the thought of their stuff on my desk because I already know I got so much going on. Now I have to look at your stuff too. And then I feel like a bad mom because my desk looks like absolute hell. And I'm mad at you because you put something on my desk. I am going to, ch- and you know what? I have a block of time today. So Donna says to me, So um, she's asking me what I was doing today. Donna's my receptionist. And I said, Well, I have this podcast, and and I said, and it's gonna change my life. And she goes, Really? I said, Yes, I am gonna be done with this podcast. I said, Look at that block of time we have this afternoon. I said, God purposely gave that to me so I can get this under control. So I truly believe in that. So now I want you to tell us about colors, because there is a method behind some colors. Some colors are better for us and some colors are a little more stressful for us. Correct?
1: Yes. And I will say that, you know, in general, people kind of know the basics about colors, but there's so much more to that. So we know that too much red can make us angry, but it can also be passion. So yeah, um, but what I want to mention is two things. When you're working with feng shui, you're working with the five elements, okay, Um, and color is one way to represent those elements, okay, so like uh, the water element can be represented by um, blues and blacks, okay, that's one example. The wood element can be browns or greens, that sort of thing, so when that's why we use colors in feng shui okay because it's um related to the elements but the other thing i want to mention is that for any of your listeners that are familiar with um the diamond feng shui that's marie diamond's system of feng shui she goes beyond um in that she's using quantum colors so she has um 24 principles, you can think of them as transformation principles that work in different aspects of people's life health finances, etc. And there are colors these quantum colors and it's a way for us to to sort of explain and use these frequencies that are coming from that quantum level, and so we use colors for that as well. So um, Back to your other your basic question so you have to think about what it is you're trying to do when you're using colors. So if you're trying to create more health, if someone's facing a health issue and you know, they need some help with it, you would want to make sure that they're wearing a little bit of green. Green is life. It can be citrus green, emerald greens, and you'd want to make sure that maybe they have a little something green in their health direction. Okay. Like I can show you my cute little, this is my, Health dragon. Cute. It's in my east because that's my health direction. And I don't want to make your listeners too crazy, but we all have best directions and and lesser directions. Um, Blues in general, I like to say, they can be very calming and tranquil, but we don't want too much blues because they can be depressing. So we don't want too much blues in like a bedroom, too many greens in a bedroom. So What I tell clients is the best way to use colors so that you get the impact without getting the, um, the positive impact without getting overpowered by what the other side of them can mean is to use them in um, pops of color. So pillows, Mm -hmm. um, carpets, um, clothes that you wear, decorative items, um, things like that and not be doing too much with your walls. Okay, so that's mm-hmm. that's one general tip I use with my clients because there's so many factors in that. But um, if you do it that way, then you have less of a chance to, to be using a color that is really not helping you. So um, to touch on some of the other colors, peaches and oranges always represent joy and celebration. So bringing those into your life, if you feel like you're not really... Um, you know, taking in the beautifulness of of aspects of your life. That's a great, those are great colors to bring in. We talked about the health colors. If you're wanting to activate some um, career success, um, then the blues are great because that's an element that represents that area in feng shui. So a royal blue color, I have one, I'll show you. Um, That beautiful royal blue is excellent for um, success, for career. So having that something like that in your office. Golds and silver are gold represents abundance as we all can kind of be aware of. Silvers are magnificent so that's really like helping you shine out into the world if you're trying to bring a new concept or a new podcast or a new Instagram feed whatever it is that's those are great colors. We all know about um, cherry reds or passion um fuchsias and magentas are collaboration when you're trying to work together with a team you can bring in those colors Um, citrus green is great if you're trying to get to the truth of something so sometimes it's great to work with kids when when Mm. i often use that with my clients with kids if they feel like oh i'm not really sure what's going on here adding a little citrus green to their rooms is a great um sort of door opening to that i love that Um, lilac colors are about release so if you're trying to help a client release something in their emotional past or even physical past that they're trying to let go of bringing in colors like lilac are wonderful (laughs) stop me sarah if i'm going to no
0: i love it and what i'm thinking is when you're saying this is that most people will say you look in my closet and you just see black and gray right and and I was guilty of this. And recently I bought an orange dress. It has orange flowers on it. And it totally kind of, it kind of looks like a little house on the prairie dress. I mean, it does. It's a, it's a little, maybe a little hippie-ish. But so my husband goes, where did you get that? I said, well, it's actually on, on sale at Shields. And I know it's something I totally wouldn't get. I said, but I wanted to get it because of the color. And I'm like, what do you think? He's like, well, it's definitely different. I have started wearing, weight. now today I am wearing more muted colors, but yesterday I had a mustard dress on and my mom was like, oh, that looks like cow poop. And I said, thank you. This is the first time I've ever worn this color and I am going to rock it. And I am so excited. So it makes a difference.
1: It makes a difference and good for you. And you know what that color represents? That is wisdom and spirituality. That's the color the monks wear. That's the color of enlightenment Woo. So for you. <laughs> that's a big deal it's a big deal and bringing in when we wear too much i'm wearing white white is purity white represents purity it's a beautiful um um, transformation color to bring into your life i love whites um but bringing in so much um blacks too much black and white wearing always black and white together that just keeps us in extremes Mm. it doesn't allow us to be in other spaces we don't want to live in that's not a balanced state to be in remember feng shui is all about balance that's what we're trying to do so that we can live in that flow that beautiful flow of life of of heaven and earth of, of everything we're meant to be encompassing here
0: wow first of all 20 minutes with you is just really not going to be enough because we haven't talked about the direction. I mean, there's so much more. So the last thing I want to discuss, because in one of these books I got from my friend, Mary Helen, there is um, the, is it the, ba, how do you, but what is it? Bagua. Okay. So the Bagua map, and I'm looking at it and I am so overwhelmed looking at this stuff because I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. <clears throat> so in our, in our living room, We have a large living room and it was very, it was dark. It was like an olive color. It was gray for years and years and years. Then we, it was blue and I was like, oh, it's too blue. So then the next week um, my husband painted it this olive color and we really liked olive color, but it was dark. So now it's all white. We did white trim. We have like mustard couches. We have natural wood lamps, natural wood, um, uh, and, a uh, coffee table. I'm still looking for end tables and we have a Navy chair. So, and we got like gray, like light gray carpet. It is a whole new room, but there's nothing on the walls and it needs a pop of color. And he just wants to grab something and throw it up. And I am completely, well, I don't know what, you know, I'm looking around, like, I don't know which you know, I don't know the directions and I don't know this or that. So why, this is so overwhelming when I look at that map and try to fit it to my house because I don't even know what to do. So for someone who's listening to this, where should they start?
1: (laughs) Well, first of all, I just want to say that I, when I'm listening to you describe what you've done, I feel lighter. I feel hopeful in that space. When I'm picturing myself sitting in that space, I feel like, oh my God, this feels great. Does it feel great to you guys now?
0: Yes. And the funny thing is, is I just wanted to spend all my time in my bedroom because I had gotten new furniture in my bedroom and I don't have any clutter in there. And I love it. I always was in my room. And so Ryan would be in the living room and I'm like, no, I'm just going to go to my room. And he's like, why are you always so tired? I'm like, I'm not going to go sleep. I just want to sit on my bed and be in that space because I loved it so much. But now I find myself back in the living room.
1: Yes, Engaging together. Yes, that's beautiful. It is all about the space. So I will say that images are very powerful. So it, it's wise that you're taking your time to think about this. And um, <laughs> so when you're looking at the map, that Bagua map, um, really the best place for people to start is to go to their front door, okay? Stand in the front door, use a compass, use the compass on your phone, even though they're not super exact, make sure you don't have a lot of jewelry on or computers near you and get that front door direction. Stand in your door frame, face outside, okay? That's the best place to start because that's really how you lay out that Bagua map, okay? There are many schools of feng shui as you're probably starting to to figure out and I'm sure your listeners are aware of. But when you're using that very basic um, feng shui that says um, North is career and South is fame, in general, that's correct. But there's so much more to it that affects you personally and affects um, the home depending on when you moved in, if you've done what kind of remodeling you've done. So the best place I like people to start is go to that front door, check that um, compass direction. Okay and get a feel for um, when then, when you go into your living room, okay? You'll really know what direction that wall is on that you're thinking of putting an image on. And you can do, um, from there, you can use that basic feng shui to, you know, if it's south, that's all about fame and entertainment and things like um, images of um, forests and spring are great there in general if you go with landscape images it's generally you're not gonna it's okay and stay away from images with single things in them okay because our life is about so you don't want i don't like to see one single horse one single woman that's beautiful but she's alone you don't want that in our lives we are meant we are human beings connecting right we are all about the oneness bringing that oneness together, we are trying to have our families, our communities, so you don't want single images, I'll I'll just say in general, if if your listeners can take that much, that will be helpful when they're looking at their images, okay, things, and you want to feel beautiful about what you place, you want to, um, even if it were the right feng shui, and I suggested something, if you don't connect with it, then it's not impactful for you, okay, so you want to feel good And all your listeners want to feel good about what they are placing in their space. So Mm -hmm. that's the number one thing I always tell people. And number two, um, when you're placing these things, you know, you want to do so with intention. Okay. So say, for example, you wanted to... have a, a closer relationship with your husband and i suggested okay you want to put an image of a couple or or a statue of a couple together in your bedroom to to bring in that love and harmony and connection well as you place that you want to you know connect with your heart connect with your higher self and connect with whatever it is you're placing and say you know, my intention is for this to amplify our connection our relationship our love because that's what the universe is listening to. Okay. Those messages are out there. If you just take this little, little thing, I just set it down. Okay. No, (laughs) no. (laughs) And it's like anything in your life, right? When you're working with your clients and you're, you're doing your chiropractic work and the other things you do with them, you don't just remote, you know, remotely go through your adjustments and your thing. You're, you're gentle with your touch, you're connecting with them, you're really feeling, okay, what is this person needing? So it's the same way with feng shui, okay? We want to be connected with what we're doing. So again, back to the images, don't be overwhelmed, go to your front door and really figure out what direction your front door faces and then that can help you determine how to lay out that bagua map. So for example, if your front door, my front door faces east, Okay, so now I know in general where my directions are, okay? Okay. But when you're dividing your home, you know, it's all about dividing the home into those nine areas, right, of the directions, north, south, east, west, et cetera. And if when people, you can do it, I think the best way for people to do it is start in one room. If you're, not, if you're not doing a feng shui con, um, a consult with a professional, then just start with one room because then you can break that room. It's easier to just divide that room into the nine areas because the bagua can be applied on the whole house. It can be applied room by room. It can be applied in an office, in an office building. Okay, so it can be um, micro or macro. So once the, they get that first... Um, front door direction. Then say you're doing your living room. Well, just draw out your living room on a piece of paper and then divide it, you know, kind of equally into those nine areas. And then you'll say, okay, so behind my couch, that direction is um, southeast. Okay. In general, I know that southeast represents um, abundance, financial wealth. It can be activated by using the elements of wood, of, um, images such as spring forest, small plants, wealth, anything that, um, is luxurious and wealthy. So that's how you would go about it. Does that help you? Like if I get off this call, are you going to be able to go back to your, um, your little living room, go to your front door and then draw your living room and do this?
0: I am. But I'm also wondering, you do like consults on the phone, like does do people FaceTime you and walk you through their house and you tell them what to do?
1: I, the great thing about zoom and everything is, it's everything is global. Now I can work with anybody, people can work with me. You know, I can see a doctor in, you know, Spain, if I want to, it's just fabulous. So when I do work with clients, um, uh, I just have them, you know, they'll, I'll meet with them the first time. I'll know their front door directions before we meet. And then they just take me through with a Zoom so I can get an idea of what I'm seeing, how the layout of the home is. And then they do. They might do a little drawing for me so I can kind of know where bedrooms are and couches. And, um, and then I do all of my, um, my charts. I, I look carefully at... What's the 20 year stars? What are the annual stars? What's going on in this home? What's going on with this child? Oh, that makes sense because they're in this particular area of the home. This is the energy in that area of the home. And then, you know, I'll give them all the information. I give um, people their personal directions which are their best directions for them um, so that they know how to amplify those. Like right now I am, when I talk to you I'm facing one of my best directions because that amplifies my success. That helps me be more an alpha brainwave so I can give you the most important information. And when you were working at your desks and any of your listeners, I want them facing one of their success directions so that they're not working so hard. Let me just give you an example about this. I, I had a client who um, told me, um, actually, she didn't tell me. I, I walked in and she wanted me, I did the whole home and then I went into her husband's office he was working from home. Well I walk in, his back is to me. He's completely facing, his back is completely facing the door against the door, and he's facing the other way. So I ask him, you know, how's work been going? Is it been he hadn't had a job in two years? Okay, these things matter. You know, you're shutting your that's 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 stabbing energy. That's that's not putting yourself in a power position. So um, you know, th- that's just one example of what I was saying about being facing in your success directions, you know, you, you, these things just will make your life so much easier. Yes, maybe he would have gotten a job in a year, I don't know. But maybe he didn't have to go through all of that. Mm-hmm. He was very um, educated and well skilled. But we, we, you know, the longer we're in these things, areas and environments that don't support us, the more impact they'll have on us. You know, that's what we'll see. But um, what did I answer your question?
0: <laughs> I could talk about yeah, right. And sorry. I honestly, since pretty much the beginning when you started speaking of this podcast, I was thinking, how do I get here? here? Like if I fly her here, will she do this? But now, now my mind has switched to, this is gonna be a series. Like I'm mm-hmm. gonna send you the floor plans of my house. I'm gonna hire you to do this. And we are gonna get my house in tip top shape and my office. And we are going to show people the transformation that you can have in your home and your life. I mean, if you're on board, Tina, I'm on board.
1: I'm on board. That will be amazing. We will do some glorious before and after pictures. Your your listeners will be amazed. And, you know, hopefully you'll be able to share, you know, this is what's happened since we've done this.
0: Absolutely. I truly believe God puts people in our lives when we need them. And well, it was a real roundabout way that you and I got together, but we did. So I so appreciate your time today. I am going to link all of Tina's contact information with this podcast so you can, anyone can reach out to her, um, ask her questions, hire her for their own house. And I'm sure when you see the transformation in my life, nothing will be holding you back from contacting her. So Tina, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Uh, thank you so much, Dr. Sarah, excited. <gasps> Thanks for listening to the Fast Lane with Sarah Jane podcast. If you like what you hear, share the podcast and hit the subscribe button so you get updates on all new episodes. And we truly love feedback, so ratings and reviews are appreciated.